Welcome to Wake Up and Listen with Don Burnett and Dr. Don. If you've been looking to get unstuck, have better relationships all around, release negativity, emotional blockages, and invite harmony into your life, you've stopped at the right place. Now, here are your co-hosts, Don Burnett and Dr. Don. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Wake Up and Listen. I'm Dawn Burnett. I'm joined by my co-host, Dr. Don. Say hi, Don. You over there sleeping? Oh, yes, yes. I'm right here. Oh, okay, good. Nice <laughs> of you to join us. Since it's our heart's desire to help you get your mind connected with your body for ultimate wellness, we're going to be changing things up a bit tonight. Dr. Don has some questions he'd like to ask in preparation for my new book launch, called Connect, How to Know if He's Really Your Man. So what did you want to ask me, Dr. Don? Well, Don, you are widely known as a wellness strategist and expert on alternative medicine. That's what your degree is. What inspired you to write a book about dating and mating for women in your book called Connect, How to Know if He's Really Your Man? Wow, that's a good question, Dr. Don. Well, After uncovering the truth of my own wellness and my son's life, I left a 15-year toxic marriage, as you know, to gain wholeness, and I ventured out into the dating world, and it's been quite interesting. Now, when I first meet a man, I don't consider it a date. I know a lot of people say, hey, let's meet for a first date. I like to refer to it as a breaking of the bread, because either we're having a cup of coffee or we're sharing and breaking of the bread. But it's during that time to me that the journey begins in uncovering the mysteries of, well, is he really the one? As I become more and more whole, I started to see red flags and dysfunction a whole lot easier at a more rapid pace, which is a good thing. In interviewing men and speaking with other women, I began to see a trend And really, people don't know what they're looking for. I think it's because they're so disconnected with the truth of themselves that they can't possibly know what they want. So in watching relationships end in divorce, and I also did a lot of questioning, Dr. Don, to couples that have been married for over 25 years. And when it came down to it, the successful relationships stemmed from heart decisions, I know that's probably no surprise to you because we've talked a lot about that on the show. And so an inner sense rather than an outer. And it's then that I realized, oh, my gosh, we have this entire dating process backwards. So today, more people, I feel, are putting out their hand before their heart. And they're looking more at the outer before the inner. And then we wonder why we're not successful in these relationships, right? But I don't point the blame because after years of studying, watching trends, meditating, multiple breakings of the bread, I discovered that I too had attracted toxicity into my life with my marriage because I didn't take the time to deal with the inner before looking outside. And with all the knowledge, experience I had gained from dating from the marriage going wrong from my degree in alternative medicine and of course you know I'm very passionate about wanting to positively impact the world I decided it was time to write a book one that was a quick read humorous because that's what people are looking for today no, absolutely right. Not to change the, the subject too fast, but you know, a half a century has passed since the birth of feminism. 
So why are so many smart, independent women still obsessed with finding a man to complete them? Well, finding a man to complete them and obsess, that's certainly true. I do personally feel that there are many independent, smart women today looking for a man to complete them. But you know, Don, I think it's because it's what's been taught to them. I think, um, so either they're disconnected with their love meter of themselves and they're fulfilling a gaping hole in their heart by saturating themselves and work and children and everything else, or they just haven't stopped for a moment, taken a pause long enough to connect with the new information that they don't actually need a man to complete them. It's great to have a desire for a loving relationship, don't get me wrong, but at the point that a relationship is a need versus a desire, I think that's when trouble finds us. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I agree with that. I think today, too many people on a scale of, let's say, 1 to 10, uh, they're not complete themselves. So what do they got to offer somebody else, a 5? And then the other person is supposed to fulfill what they don't have. And that's when the problems uh, arise because they're dependent on somebody else. Absolutely. Well, well, okay, Don, uh, you know, this thing about disconnection. What are the pitfalls of dating in the digital age? What should a woman consider before she signs on with a dating site like uh, Match.com or an app like Tinder? Why aren't you a fan of speed dating? Wow. Well, I think you've had a little insight on my book (laughs) (laughs) about knowing that I'm not a fan on speed dating. So, okay, one of the biggest pitfalls of dating in the digital age, I think, is anyone can make themselves look or sound good on paper. It's really easy to hide behind a computer, but both men and women should consider before signing up on a dating site is dating sites are one in the same. Uh, They have a trend to them, and people are not always as they appear on their profile. I've interviewed many men, and I've talked with women, and the common responses, and you'll probably find this is no surprise, on that the date showed up not looking like their picture, and boy, do I have some comical things in my book that give some examples of dating interviews I've done with people, or after spending a few hours together, their actions didn't line up with the words in their profile. And as far as your speed dating question is concerned, you're right. I'm not really a fan with speed dating because, I don't know, I just feel it's hard to get to know someone in five minutes. I can't personally connect at a deep level in five minutes. Now, I can make a judgment call in five minutes, but it's going to be just that. It's going to be judgment. I recently went on a date. You'll love this. Lasted three hours, so that's a good sign, right? (laughs) A little longer than five minutes. But during the first five minutes, my date was nervous and assessing me. But as the conversation carried on, we actually found out we had a lot in common between the two of us. So in intently listening, which to me takes more than just five minutes, for that amount of time, I had a very good reading as to whether I was going to kiss this guy goodnight or let's just say pat him on his way. 
<laughs> we don't so need true. to analyze that. <laughs> I mean, I, I've done speed ba- speed dating just once. You that, did? That, yeah. Oh my goodness. In that five minute thing, you know. Okay, next, and then you go down to another person. Oh, hi, I'm I'm Don, and uh, you know, yakety yak. Uh, that just that I, that was no fan of that at all. <laughs> did it you work know? for you? I, mean, huh? I took three breaths, and then he goes another five minutes. And go down <laughs> to the next person. It's like an auctioneer. And da, 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 yeah. and da, da. <laughs> you know, it's a meat market. That's crazy. <laughs> exactly. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get serious. Here. Okay. <laughs> Research indicates uh, that about 50% of married couples in the United States divorce, and the divorce rate for subsequent marriages is even higher. Why do so many women fail to learn from their first or even their second painful experience with Mr. Wrong? Wow. Well, the fact that you even realize that there is a pattern, I appreciate that. I'll give you an example of my own life and two marriages that ended in divorce. The first marriage was to my childhood sweetheart, the boy next door, my brother's friend. And I lived in a broken home with absent parents. This is around close to the teenage years, which are most important for parental guidance, right? Very little supervision. Already that was a problem. Would you agree? Absolutely. On top of that, I was being abused. So you're starting to follow where I'm heading with this now, right? Yep. Although we got on well, we became more like hmm, more like brothers and sisters. So not long after that, we got married. We moved. To, we were living in New York at the time. We moved to Florida. I began to see a whole other world of life, and I realized that I had married, as my father puts it, my escape hatch. Mm. It's what I knew. It's what I was comfortable with at the time. But if you fast forward, just getting out of that relationship. Now, this is the key. And the ink not fully dry, (laughs) because that's a pattern with people today. I jumped into meeting my second husband. And due to immigration laws, since he was British, it catapulted us into marriage, right? Because we had a choice. I mean, how is he going to get into the country and all those dynamics? Because I was in the UK. Were there red flags along the way? Oh, yeah, you betcha there were red flags. But at that point, we just, hey, pedal to the metal, let's get married, right? Talk about toxic. (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't even healed from the childhood, let alone the small pitfalls of my first marriage before jumping into with a toxic, disconnected man, and cultural differences to boot. So let's just throw it all in the pot, right? But I stuck it out, as you know, as long as I could, and through graduating with my degree in alternative medicine and an increased self-awareness, I left. I took time to heal, and I realized what I had done and why so many other marriages fail today. People aren't willing to be in the silence of their own chatter. They aren't willing to deal, so they never heal. They carry their emotional baggage right along with them until finally their trunk is so large, they have to check it at the gate, as I refer to in my book. Really, you know, actually, um, going back to the divorces in the United States, um, of the mar- of the married men that divorce, uh, they remarry within three years. Mm. But the w- women that are remarrying take nine years, nine whole years to get remarried. Uh, obviously, there is more trepidation, 
more misunderstanding, more mistrust or whatever, but they're not willing to go at it again. And it's a known fact that uh, women are, are unhappy in their marriages more so than a man by far. So there is problems uh, in our relationships uh, on a day-to-day basis and week-in and week-out basis in this country of man and woman together. Yeah, and that's actually interesting statistics, Don, because I'm surprised to hear that it actually takes them three years because most men I've interviewed, um, it's quick, right into the next relationship, next, next. It's like hot potato, hot potato. So we're getting ready to go to a commercial break. When we come back, I'm going to be addressing red flags and how they affect our dating process. We'll be back in a moment. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of feeling stuck? Well, this can be your disconnect of the past. We can help you live the life of your dreams. All you have to do is check out a new dawn, naturalsolutions.com, and get started by making a shift and signing up for your free Five Keys to Unlocking Success, as featured in Jack Canfield's The Road to Success book, Volume 2. That's a new dawn, naturalsolutions.com. We're here to help you connect to ultimate wellness. A New Dawn Natural Solutions. Take control of your health and live a natural way to a better life. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation. Hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts, we'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. This is Wake Up and Listen. If you have a question or comment about the show, please send an email to wakeupandlistenradio at gmail.com. That's wakeupandlistenradio at gmail.com. Or you can even post them to our Facebook page. Just search Wake Up and Listen. Now, back to the show. Here's Don Burnett and Dr. Don. Welcome back, listeners. We're discussing the importance of connecting from within before you seek from the outside in regards to finding the right partner. And I have to share with our listeners, Dr. Don, because it was hilarious when we were in commercial break, we were discussing a segment out of my book as we were just talking earlier about not looking like your profile picture on these dating sites. So this is my book, Connect, How to Know If He's Really Your Man, which is releasing on February 7th. And there's a section in there about the online dating. And this gentleman that I had met for the first time at a bar, I just happened to be kind and talk to him. And he was telling me about this woman he had met on a dating site. 
And needless to say, she showed up looking probably 50 pounds bigger than her photo, <laughs> dressed in a muumuu. And as the information went on, he was a nice guy and wanted to give her another chance. And I thought, well, kudos to this guy. Next time she showed up and the shirt, I guess, as she had bent over to pick something up, rid up to like her midsection. And she had all these tattoos on the the lower back and it looked like the 4th of July. And of course, he didn't have any. And well, let's just say that was quite a humorous moment there at <laughs> uh, one of the lovely local restaurants in first time discussions. Oh, all right. What a story. <laughs> Red flags. We're getting into red flags. That might be a red flag. All right. Well, speaking of red flags, what glaring red flags about men do women routinely ignore? Well, let's see. I would say the biggest red flag that men and women routinely ignore is, does the story add up? I always am thinking, what's the deeper meaning? Are their actions matching up with their words? You know, so many people today, we've talked on several different occasions. I know we were talking with Tracy McMillan on an earlier show. And we were talking about how everybody's so trained on the outer with their thinking. You know, is he or she hot? You know, would I like to jump in bed with them, especially when alcohol consumption is involved, right? Now, I'm not suggesting, of course, that you go on a date and treat it like an HR interview and have your entire checklist and all your questions out there. Not at all. But to me, it's really simple. You know, does two plus two equal four? I always like to review a man's profile just before I meet up with him. The information's fresh in my mind. And just through casual conversation, just let it flow. You'll find out the information you need. Just be a listener, engage, let, you know, have a good time. And you'll know if that person is authentic, if you're really paying attention. Now, some are easier to assess than others, though. Um, but this is why it's important to connect within. And that way, you'll know before you set on out a date of what you're looking for. Otherwise, how will you know if you find Mr. Right? You won't. You're going to settle for what feels good, and what's that? Temporal. Mm, yeah, exactly. You know, uh, my just my observation, uh, uh, too many women uh, look at the bad boys. They love the bad boys. They seem to melt around a bad boy, and, well, I can change him once I get to know him. But that's a fallacy beyond belief, you know. So just like a guy looks at a woman, oh, what a great body, bingo. Well, that's, that's not good either. Yeah, train um, thinking. Well, you know, uh, how do women unintentionally sabotage promising relationships? Wow, that's a really, really good question. And you know what? I do think women unintentionally, being the key word, sabotage promising relationships, mainly by entering into them with unrealistic expectations. They don't realize they're undealt with issues. And they eventually pop up, you know, they're going to rear their ugly head, right, when something doesn't go the way that they expected. So usually, in my opinion, I feel it's through unmet expectations and how they handle the information that's being received. Hmm. I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. Um, Okay. In your book, Connect, you urge every woman to focus first on healing herself, and I totally agree with that. Would you offer practical advice to help uh, a woman recognize her own emotional baggage and then work on getting rid of it? 
Yeah, you know, I like to present, Dr. Don, an example and advice through a third-party story because people can relate to that. So here would be an example. I have a friend. She's very passionate about finding a man. But the question comes down to, is it a man she wants or finding the right one? Now, at a core level, she wants the right one. But on a surface level, she hops from guy to guy and never stops to see the pattern of them using her, lying to her, and all that. Mm. If she'd just take a pause, take time to meditate, journal, work out her own feelings, asking herself why she keeps attracting the same carousel of losers, or why after she gives them the cookie, they quickly dump her, the list goes on and on. When you're connected, you won't give up the cookie too soon or just look with your eyes. You will start to function with balance and listen with your ears. No, absolutely right. Uh, Too often, I think a a woman, I mean, a man just looks at a woman, he's thinking of sex. I mean, we have a sexual thought every 15 seconds. That means any woman in our eye view. So she doesn't have to advertise her bodily parts. And today, oh, is that ever emphasized? You know, women wear spiked heels or whatever they are during the day. Uh, That's just ridiculous. Well, you know, there's a lot to be said on that topic, and you cover that well in your book. Okay, how long should a woman date a man before she gets intimate? One question. Then, what are your views on casual sex just for fun? The million-dollar question. Intimacy. (laughs) Or sex, right? Yeah. Well, you know, Dr. Don, um, I don't think there is a magical answer. When it comes to intimacy, and I know the listeners were probably really tuning their ears in thinking, oh, she's going to give us a secret or what's the handbook say. More so, I think it's important to have a clearly defined image of what it is you're looking for in a partnership, not just in the outer of a person. And then keeping a locked mindset being key on what you want until that partner finds you. I don't believe in giving up the cookie too soon, as we just said. I view my body as my temple. My health is my wealth. And there's a lot of factors that go into consideration when it comes to intimacy. It shouldn't be a knee-jerk reaction. Sex would be kind of more the knee-jerk reaction. Intimacy, much deeper meaning than that. You need to think of things like diseases and soul ties. So more thought process to me goes into intimacy. And if I'm not anticipating having a long-term committed monogamous relationship with you, then why in the world do I want to sleep with you and give up the one power that I do have? So, which brings me to sex, baby. (laughs) So in regards to sex, let's see. I don't view it as casual or just for fun. That's me personally. I believe it's a beautiful gift that's supplied to a partnership which weighs a level of importance and enjoyment that should be shared with love as the center. What do you think? We've had conversations with Gina Ogden, our sex therapist, Tracy McMillan on dating ship and partners. I mean, what's your viewpoint on that? Well, first of all, the word intimacy, you're going to have to determine there's three kinds of sex, spirit, mind, and body sex. Well, physical intimacy is what we're talking about there. But there first has to be intimacy on a spiritual mental plane. That's where love is because that is going to not be casual sex. That's going to lead into loving sex. Loving sex is a much higher sex in an enjoyable, pleasurable sex than just casual sex. In other words, a man and a woman are using 
their bodies uh, to masturbate. That's basically it, because there's no love. It's kind of like a cat, the first one over the fence, you are it. You know, well, that's not the right way to lead a life. You have to establish mental and spiritual intimacy first. Some people can get really close in a real short period of time because they're open, they're intelligent, and they talk about the right things. Others, they, they, this married people are not even intimate mentally and spiritually. So what, what are they having for sex? They're just masturbating in each other's body. That's a real problem. Yeah, and so as you bring that up, you know, that is a very good point. And I would you agree, because I, I think as we tend to mature rather than get older, I like to think of it as maturity, coming into your own wisdom-filled, whatever label you want to put on it, men and women equally, it kind of, you know, that's like the broken record. Let's just go, you know, bang, have sex, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, whatever. That gets old. And as you gain more wisdom and knowledge that you are looking for that intimacy, which can only be fulfilled with connecting at a core level. Mm, Absolutely right. Um, You know, today we lack uh, qualities of love. You know, um, well, we lack we lack. Things like patience, kindness, truthfulness, sincerity, integrity, honor, those are all spiritual traits. They cannot be experienced through the five senses. They're spiritual. Um, So that's what we have to lean more to because in a day-to-day living, you can only have sex like one hour a day. And even then, most people are not having sex every day. But let's say one hour a day, you got 23 hours left. Well, what are you doing on the 23 hours? That's engaging somebody mentally and spiritually. So that's really what keeps a relationship going because sex over a period of time becomes very repetitious and it, uh, you kind of lose the steam that it was when it was first in the first uh, relationship early on, uh, where it's the honeymoon type sex. But what keeps the marriage really going and still aliveness in sex is really how the people uh, relate to uh, intimately on spirit in a mindful uh, level. Yeah, and I would agree with you. It is spirit and it is mindful, you know, it, and it's all about that mind, body, spirit connected. And people feel that it's maybe just in one category of life, but intimacy, to have that true intimacy, which I truly believe we're all seeking. People may go, oh, no, I just enjoy sex. But I think if they really got in touch with themselves, because I had met a person that was just having conversation, obviously, I wasn't choosing to date, quote unquote, this person. But, you know, this, this person was sharing that they just enjoy sex. And, and that may be true in the sense that they enjoy physical pleasure, but deep down inside, I mean, we're designed for that true, hardcore love connection. And you do have to have mind, body, spirit all connected as one at a deep level to be able to experience that and help to fulfill that longing. We're getting ready to go to a commercial break. Coming up, we're going to be discussing viewpoints of what it means to be single. We'll be back in a moment. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hey you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of feeling stuck? 
Well, this can be your disconnect of the past. We can help you live the life of your dreams. All you have to do is check out a new dawn naturalsolutions.com and get started by making a shift and signing up for your free five keys to unlocking success as featured in Jack Canfield's The Road to Success book, Volume 2. That's a new dawn naturalsolutions.com. We're here to help you connect to ultimate wellness. A new dawn natural solutions. Take control of your health and live a natural way to a better life. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Why? Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. This is Wake Up and Listen. If you have a question or comment about the show, Please send an email to wake up and listen radio at gmail.com. That's wake up and listen radio at gmail.com. Or you can even post them to our Facebook page. Just search wake up and listen. Now, back to the show. Here's Don Burnett and Dr. Don. Welcome back to Wake Up and Listen. We've been discussing the importance of connect and what it means in relationships and finding the right partner. Dr. Don, we were addressing sex before we went to a commercial break, but now let's shift our focus a little bit on what it truly means to be single. Hmm. Okay. I know. Such right. a stigma. Don, uh, are women in general harsher self-critics than men are? First question, how does society encourage women to judge themselves and other women without mercy? Wow, yes, and can't we all be brutal? I do think women are harsh self-critics, but I also think men are as well, more so. Yeah, I think some of them can be. He's over there shaking his head. Nah. You know, there's a lot of pressure from what we see in magazines and movies on, you know, what we should look like on the outer, but I don't just put the blame there. Again, it comes down to connect and healing. And, you know, a lot of people have had a hard road and suffered from some form of abuse, whether it be sexual, emotional, or physical. And as you know, Dr. Don, our body stores that at a cellular memory. A lot of people are not aware of that. It's overlooked. And so they keep moving forward in life wondering, oh, but what's so wrong with me? They beat themselves up. And when they all, you know, all they really need to do is just take time to connect and work on their emotional well-being. For those of us who do choose, though, to get caught up in society and the media, we're always going to be falling short and feel like we're never good enough. Again, that's a label I feel that we choose to wear. It's really pretty simple. It's all about healing and knowing your worth. You know, I look at the way we're raised, uh, you know, church-wise when I was young growing up, 
never say anything about yourself. Well, I'm good. Well, remember Muhammad Ali. I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. Uh, but yet, you know, God created supposedly uh, all of us in his image type thing. And, and we're supposed to be wonderful people. Um, maybe we don't always behave that way, but we're created in the image of the creator. And I look upon uh, all of us as wonderful people. And it's not bad to say something about yourself. If you're Michael Jordan, the basketball player, well, say, yeah, I, I, I was an excellent basketball player. I'm probably one of the best of all time. That's just a statement of fact. Everybody else said it. Why can't he say it about himself? And so why can't a woman say, you know, something about herself? You know, I'm a real estate agent or I'm a mother. I've got four kids. I'm a stay-at-home mom and I'm an excellent mother, an excellent wife and, uh, you know, yakety yak. Uh, say something good about yourself because you go nowhere putting yourself down and then you have to try to come back up again. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. And I, I would touch upon that and say there isn't a problem with having confidence. Now, confidence is a big difference from ego. So, and I do, you know, when, and a lot of the men that I speak to, they are actually looking for a confident woman. Nobody likes the know-it-all, the bragger, the ego type, but they definitely are looking for a confident woman. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, Don, I'd like to ask you another question. Why does a social stigma persist against being single? That is so common in the United States today. How can women defy it? And also, is loneliness loneliness really simply a state of mind? Ooh, okay. Well, yes, definitely there is a social stigma that persists with being single. And it's one that I personally have had to work through myself. You know, I think it's a false belief system. And it's placed upon us and those of us that take time to heal and shed that belief system. We've talked on other shows about shedding what you know. Well, this is definitely one belief system you want to shed what you know. And I call that when you come into your own. You no longer care about what other people feel about your relationship status. Now, there's something very powerful to be said about waiting for the right person. So to me, a woman or a man can defy it by really be in touch with the level of pressure you are feeling. When it comes to finding the right person to share your life with, there should never be pressure. And as far as loneliness, well, I think it's important to understand it and feel it. You don't want to brush it under the carpet. You definitely want to feel it. There's a big difference between being alone and feeling lonely. We're designed as human to commune with others. And there's a level of connection, as we've talked about on previous shows with relationship, of bringing about wholeness and wellness. But as far as loneliness, gosh, I would have to stop and ask myself, why am I feeling this way? You know, is it because I'm comparing myself to others? Is it because I'm bored? Is it because I don't want to deal with my emotions? I think there's something very deep to uncover within and why are you feeling the way you're feeling? And then when you uncover that truth, find the things that bring joy in life and focus on those things. And before you know it, the state of loneliness will dissipate. Absolutely right. You know, there's an old saying that says it's, 
It's better to be alone and lonely than together and lonely. Oh, boy, is that true. Yeah, because it's a multiplied power of loneliness. So that is pathetic. But on the other hand, if you're not lonely and you're complete, then it's a multiplied power of love expression. And I would agree with that. And in that second marriage, because it was full of so much toxicity, when I was becoming whole and everything, really, I my college degree doesn't just save my son's life, it saved my life as well. And you really wake up to awareness, mind-body connection, all of that, which has given me the certification, if you wish, to understand and realize all of this. And in looking at that, I went, why am I feeling so alone in this relationship? And since I have broke free from that toxic relationship, I mean, now it's been eight years, I'm the happiest I've ever been. I no longer feel lonely. So I would rather be alone and happy than back in that toxic marriage feeling lonely. That's absolutely right. See, for a woman, uh, you know, it's like a bank account. Uh, She has a love bank. And if her mate, significant other, is not making frequent, regular deposits into her love bank, or maybe he's only making withdrawals, <laughs> the poor woman is dying. <laughs> yes, and I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, a woman's, Literally. A woman's soul food is love, and she needs that. It probably maybe more so than a man, but at least a man has got to realize he, he's got to make a lot of deposits frequently because it makes the, when a woman feels loved, her husband pays attention to her and talks with her because she needs to talk. That raises her oxytocin. It's a, it's a hormone that releases stress from the adrenal gland, which is cortisol. All right, that gets a little medical. But it makes happy chemistry, happy hormones in the body. And if she's a happy camper, he most likely is going to be a happy camper also. Yeah, it's kind of like they say, a happy wife, happy life. <laughs> That's yeah. where that comes from. Yeah. Okay, Don. Uh Let me see. Okay. Many women fall into patterns of dating the wrong men, Mm. from philanderers to brutes. Why do you put the blame on women? I like that. How can (laughs) women choose to break break out the bad dating habit? (laughs) Well, (laughs) it is recognized that women tend to fall into patterns of dating the wrong person, I call this the carousel of losers. So wait till you see the illustration in the book. You're going to love it. But, you know, it's not just women. More and more men seem to be falling into this pattern as well. So, again, I think it comes down to what we've been discussing and the need to clearly define who you are by connecting with self taking time to pause. I cannot stress that enough and find out what's important to you and ask yourself why you keep repeating the same pattern. This goes for anything in life, Dr. Don, not just relationships. If it's no longer serving you and bringing you to your higher self, something's wrong. Exactly right. You know, if, if the man and woman are not enhancing the welfare of each other, there is no harmony and balance. That means there's no romance. And uh, let's see, what else can I ask you on that? Okay, okay. Well, when it comes to love and marriage, is happily ever after purely a fantasy? And then would you share strategies to help women begin the work of healing their own hearts and finding their own happiness. Yeah, so ending in your romance. Yes, that's a great way to keep a marriage happily ever after is keeping the romance alive. 
in the marriage. I personally think happily ever after is achievable through marriage or even through sharing a life together. Um, I don't like to put too many labels on things. So it all stems from what's your intention and why are you seeking a relationship in the first place? That needs to be very clearly defined. Is it If it's for anything other than the heart matters, a relationship is sure to fail at some point. I have studied and studied and studied relationships for years and have really pinpointed this. Again, in interviewing many successful relationships, um, and that's the older generation, I have to say, that have lasted 25 years or longer, it all comes down to heart. I think about my grandparents. They were almost 50 years married before my grandmother passed on, and they got together for heart reasons. As for the individual healing process, I think recognizing that there's a problem in the first place is the first step. And then having courage to deal and heal is the next. From there, it's getting plugged into higher power, journaling, meditation, positive affirmations, mindful living, healthy eating choices, vitamin supplementation, surrounding yourself around positive people. The list goes on and on. So really what it, what it comes down to is what you put out is what you get back. Wellness is a journey, not a destination. So it's a multitude of healing modalities working together for good. Oh, absolutely. You know, I like to go back to the romance part because I'm just naturally an Italian. You are. You're Italian, and, uh, darling. And, and you do love romance. Yeah, and romance is, I like it. Well, I once read romance is a tune sung together. Yes. You got to have a male and female singer. They both have great voices individually. Put the two together, lousy. They don't harmonize. Doesn't mean either one of them is bad or wrong. Just like men and women, if they don't belong together, they don't belong together. But just stop blaming each other you put orange and pink on the walls in your house in the you know two walls pink two walls orange well yuck that looks like yuck but it doesn't mean either one of those uh, colors is bad news yeah and it's together it is together it's together in being on the same page you're exactly right so when you said tune sung together it is that togetherness. I think so many relationships today are split and going in different directions. They, they've allowed it to get to that point, and it really is about joining in together. You know, it's our desire that you're gaining something from this interview today. If it's just identifying that you have a relationship problem or if you're gaining some tools to help someone else, that's awesome. We're getting ready to go to a commercial break. When we come back, We're going to be wrapping up the importance of Connect so you can get busy attracting your Mr. or Mrs. Wright. We'll be back in a moment. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Hey you! Yeah, you. Are you tired of feeling stuck? Well, this can be your disconnect of the past. We can help you live the life of your dreams. All you have to do is check out a new dawn naturalsolutions.com and get started by making a shift and signing up for your free Five Keys to Unlocking Success, as featured in Jack Canfield's The Road to Success book, Volume 2. 
That's a new dawn natural solutions.com. We're here to help you connect to ultimate wellness. A new dawn natural solutions. Take control of your health and live a natural way to a better life. Why do some people seemingly make the same mistakes when it comes to love and relationships? What is the best way to find love? Make a visit each week to Destination Love. Host Shelly Pumphrey will bring what you need to know to find love. No, it's not about the next fad, dating site tips, scoring the first date, or looking your best. Rather, it's empowerment, knowing that your authentic self works best and the science behind finding love. Destination Love is live Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on Voice America Variety. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. This is Wake Up and Listen. If you have a question or comment about the show, please send an email to wakeupandlistenradio at gmail.com. That's wakeupandlistenradio at gmail.com. Or you can even post them to our Facebook page. Just search Wake Up and Listen. Now, back to the show. Here's Don Burnett and Dr. Don. Welcome back, listeners, to Wake Up and Listen. We've been talking about ways on how we can connect so we can stop attracting those carousel of losers. Now, Don, you know I've certainly had my share of the breakings of the bread. Yes, quite a few of them, actually. <laughs> but you mention in Connect, you declare that you're ready to 86 yourself, or is it 92 now? <laughs> I was counting. Dating. I think I've lost track. <laughs> <laughs> so is that a permanent commitment? Well, just so we're clear... 86ing myself out of dating means that I'm no longer seeking Mr. Right. I know that's probably hard to believe. I'm focusing on making a positive impact on the world, which is exactly why I wrote this book amongst all the other work I've done. And when the timing is right, and that is key because there is a timing element to life, Mr. Right will appear. I'm fully confident. Okay, that sounds very good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I have your vote of approval. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. I mean, I'm, I've been single quite a while, and, uh, you know, I just, uh, it'll happen. When the right person comes into my life, uh, we'll know it real quick, real, real quick. Okay, as your followers know, and you've got plenty, you are, <laughs> you are a firm believer in paying it forward. Tell us about your charitable work for children. Wow, we are shifting gears here, aren't we? Well, You do know I am a firm believer in paying it forward. I used to live in Jersey, then I moved back to Florida. So I had previously lived in Florida, moved to Jersey, came back. Uh, My son was a contracted actor in the city, and that took me up to the north. So I started to notice so many overweight children when I came back, almost like it's becoming an epidemic, and my heart sunk. It wasn't so much in disgust as in, I need to do something. I need to make a difference. I wanted to help educate children and make a positive difference. So I believe knowledge is power, and we all know music heals the soul. So I teamed up with Jocelyn Buchanan. She's a recording artist. She was contracted with Motown, Death Row Records. She worked for Oprah Winfrey for 10 years. And we collaborated on a song together called Right Now, which is designed to create awareness for childhood obesity prevention. There's so many messages in that song, Dr. Don, that families struggle with today from family dinner time together, 
We know that's a big struggle for families today. It's become very disconnected, right down to eating in front of electronics and the food choices we consume. So I had sent it to HG, uh, HTV, not HGTV, HTV, to be clear on that. And at their request, I produced an HD video, which I we had donated to children's hospitals. And during the month of September, which is Childhood Obesity Awareness Month, right now airs in children's hospitals around Florida. That's amazing. That's amazing. See, charity is your way of giving back, and it's a way mm-hmm. of showing love for your fellow man, you know, uh, citizens of the United States or even around the world. And we all need to do charity. Some businesses actually have been set up on the premise that, okay, we're going to set up this business. I'd like to earn this amount of money for my business so I can give 10, 20%, whatever, to this charity. That was even before the business was actually uh, initiated. Imagine that, having that kind of service-oriented approach. So that means that whatever those people, that business is doing, they have, uh, they have the right approach. Yes, and you know, Don, having had a son who at the age of two had an overcompromised immune system, which pushed him into five rounds of antibiotics, which led him to severe celiac disease, which led him to children's hospital wanting to remove body parts and me running down the halls and then getting my degree in alternative medicine. Children is a very big soft spot for me. So seeing children's health compromised it's going to tug on my heartstrings, and it did. I always get uh, touched by the ads we see on TV. Uh, uh, What's his name? Danny Thomas's hospital, uh, his service there, and even the stuff that Mayo Clinic is doing. And you see these children, uh, you know, underprivileged. Oh, my gosh. They, you know, and they survive. They survive. And people, and they're asking for donations, uh, you know, on the the ads on TV uh, for the welfare of these children. Well, obviously, when you donate money to them, obviously, there's a part of you that goes out to them and you're showing love mm-hmm. because that money can be used in the, in the service of helping these uh, less fortunate individuals. And there are a lot of less fortunate individuals. Yes. You know, as we're sitting talking about uh, things right now in this uh, show, uh, there's people in a local hospital that are dying. They give anything to have a headache or a stomach ache or yeah. some other malady, anything. And uh, so we have to be generous with our time because we're all extensions of each other. I always like to say it's like cotton candy. If you know what cotton candy is, you pull off a piece, you keep pulling off a piece. Well, that's people. It's part of the whole cotton candy ball. And all humans are all being pulled off from this one source. Yeah. Because we all started from way back, you know, two people. Operating from a place of gratitude. Very important. Yeah. Okay, Dawn. Um, do you have any healing words for men searching for Mrs. Wright? What would you most like couples to take away from Connect? Well, this is a fascinating question you're asking me because just in the last, wow, I would say 60 to 90 days. Yeah, a good 60 to 90 days. I have had so many men reaching out to me to go, what can I do different? I'm trying to find Mrs. Wright. Where is she? What am I doing wrong? Um, Is it my profile? Is it this? Is it that? And, uh, you know, my advice is your princess is out there. Don't cave. Just look with your eyes, not, not just your outer being. Have a locked mindset on what it is you want and realistic expectations. That's key. 
come from a giving heart rather than just from a place of seeking and know that she too is waiting for Mr. Right. When the timing, we talked about timing, when the timing presents itself, I believe all will fall into place exactly as it's supposed to. And as far as couples, uh, I re- would like them to realize that whether they're happy or unhappy in their relationship, it's never too late to connect. We're all here to make the world a better place to live in with each other. And let's see, we should equally be thinking in terms of, you've said before, Dr. Don, how can I enhance the relationship? Because by enhancing the relationship, we're enhancing ourselves. So now's the time. Don't wait. You just might find yourself. So it's time to connect. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. You, what you said about enhancing the welfare of another, that means, you know, see, love is giving without motive, not expecting anything in return. And when you put service first and you look at the other person and say, gee, what can I do to enhance his welfare? Would I be good for him or her? How many couples say that? They don't say that. They're looking for, gee, let's see. Uh, First, you know, somebody would really turn me off from a, you know, as a man would be, a, oh, and what kind of a car do you drive? And uh, what, what, where do you live in town? Immediately, this woman's judging my, uh, my uh, 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 monetary welfare. How absolutely sickening is that? Well, because okay? they're trained on the outer, as mm. we had talked about. So it's really operating from a place of ears rather than just the eyes. Yeah. And, you know, clearly defining what it is that you're looking for so you're not that shallow person so i want to let you know listeners the book connect how to know if he's really your man is not just for women but also for men it's being released february 7th you can pre-order right now at barnes and nobles online at amazon and if you happen to be in orlando florida or anywhere close by orlando florida mark your calendars February 7th, Dr. Don, you're going to be there, right? I'll be there. February 7th at the Barnes & Noble, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is going to be the book launch party. It is open to the public. Kids are welcome. Everyone come out and have a great time. It's going to be a lot of fun. We want to thank you for listening. We hope through tuning in you've gained the importance of connecting. And most of all, that you come to realize your life and happiness matters. Know your worth, clearly define your wants, and guess what? The universe is full of abundance. Make your wishes known and connect so your dream becomes a reality. After all, it's only from the heart that you can touch the sky. That's all we have time for. Thank you for tuning in this week. Wake Up and Listen is broadcast live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Be sure to join Don Burnett and Dr. Don again for our next show. 